thank you for joining the Bogart Press through the Bible Adult Study Guide podcast. This quarter, our study is entitled God's Sovereignty at Work and comes from 1 Samuel, 2 Samuel 1 through 4, and 1 Chronicles 1 through 10. During this study, we will recognize the sovereignty of God, which directs the affairs of men and nation in spite of human weakness. You can purchase your copy of this book along with many other study resources on our website, bogardpress.org. So grab your copy of the Summer 2023 Adult Study Guide and your Bible and follow along. The lesson for August 20, 2023 is entitled Equal Parts. It comes from 1 Samuel chapter 30 verses 1 through 25. The key verse, For who will hearken unto you in this matter? But as his part is that goeth down to the battle, so shall his part be that tarrieth by the stuff. They shall part alike. 1 Samuel 30 verse 24. The application. The student will appreciate that the blessings of victory belong to all the spiritually faithful. Seeking the context. At the beginning of 1 Samuel 27, David was in deep despair. King Saul stopped his pursuit of David, but David expected him to return and eventually kill him. So he decided to flee to the land occupied by the Philistines as a way of protecting himself. He hoped that King Saul would forget him and leave him alone. It seemed to work. Verse 4. But it gave David other troubles. Previously, David sought God's direction when making a move. Verses 1-5, through five, verses 9-12. through 12. But this time he did not. David had a lapse of faith. David sought refuge among the Philistines once before and had to act as a madman to save his life. 1 Samuel chapter 21 verses 10 through 15. The Lord sent the prophet Gad to tell David not to stay among the Philistines but to return to Judah. 1 Samuel chapter 22 and verse 5. David knew better, but the constant running with his life always in jeopardy, got to him. Although we may be quick to blame David for such a move, how many of us in troubled times have forsaken God and his will for our lives? Philistine land was a part of the promised land. The Philistine king, Achish, allowed David and his men to settle in the city of Ziklag, which belonged to the tribe, tribes of Judah and Simeon. Joshua chapter 15 verse 31, chapter 19 verse 5, but was occupied by the Philistines. Amazingly, even in a time of incomplete obedience, the Lord used David to carry on the fight to occupy the promised land. During those 16 months, David defeated many of Israel's enemies and gained the city of Ziklag. 1 Samuel chapter 27 verses 6 through 12. But David found himself in a precarious situation. Achish assembled David and his men with the Philistine army who was headed out to fight against Israel. Would David actually fight against his own people, over whom the Lord had anointed him king? Opinions differ as to what David was thinking or planning in 1 Samuel chapter 29. And it is hard to accept that David was willing to fight against Israel when he would not stretch out his hand against the Lord's anointed. But what what is clear is that David got himself into a mess because he did not seek the Lord 
and did what he thought was best. Have you ever found yourself in a similar kind of mess? Can you recount a time when you forsook God's will for your life because of troubling times? Searching the text. Number 1. The enemy attacked. 1 Samuel chapter 30 verses 1 and 2. And it came to pass when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag and smitten Ziklag and burned it with fire and had taken the women captives that were therein. They slew not any, either great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. By God's providence, David and his men were spared from fighting against Israel. The princes of the Philistines did not share the same trust in David as Achish did. So Achish dismissed David and his men to return to Ziklag. While David and his men were absent, the Amalekites had invaded the city and burned it. Their wives, children, and livestock had been taken. It was an easy win for the Amalekites because no army was there to defend the city. What if David and his men had not gone out with Achish and the Philistine army and instead stayed home? They would have easily defended the city and their loved ones and would not be faced with such loss. Did David recognize that this tragedy was one of his own making? Could this partly be the cause of his great distress? 1 Samuel chapter 30 and verse 6. It is one thing to suffer tragedy. It is quite another to be the cause of it. Not to excuse the actions of his men who spoke of stoning David. But I wonder if they too saw David's mistake. Maybe they were tired of David's conniving and were ready to stone him because they knew their losses were caused by David's sin. We do not know any of this for sure. But what we do know is that David and his men faced harsh tragedy. The once united group was divided and discouraged. Sometimes the Lord has to take us down before he can lift us up. David was very low at this time. He was not in the perfect will of God. He had trouble among his troops, and he was trying to make his way among the Philistines where he did not belong. But the best statement in this passage is, But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. Verse 6. Something changed in David. Can you describe a time when the Lord brought you down very low to teach you something very important? Number 2. Winning the war. 1 Samuel chapter 30 verses 17 through 20. And David smote them from the twilight even unto the evening of the next day. And there escaped not a man of them, save four hundred young men, which rode upon camels and fled. And David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away, and David rescued his two wives. And there was nothing lacking to them, neither small nor great, neither sons nor daughters, neither spoil nor anything that they had taken to them. David recovered all. And David took all the flocks and the herds which they drave before those other cattle and said, This is David's spoil. No doubt David and his men were bloodthirsty for revenge, but David did not move until he first inquired of the Lord. Verse 8. 
Now David was being smart and sought the Lord's guidance according to the law of God. David called for Abathar, the high priest, to bring the ephod, which contained the Urim and Thummim, used to seek God's judgment. Exodus chapter 28 and verse 30. David learned the lesson of what a mess we can make of our lives when we do not seek the Lord's guidance. David repented of his previous mistake and was now ready to hear from the Lord. The Lord instructed David to go after the Amalekites and told him that he would recover all. God mercifully spared the lives of all the women and children, and David and his men would get back everything they lost. David did not delay in obeying the Lord and went in pursuit of the Amalekites. When David and his men reached Brook Besor, 200 of his soldiers could go no further. They were at a point of collapse from all the travel and little rest. Leaving them behind, David and 400 men went in pursuit of the Amalekites. They encountered an Egyptian servant who was left behind by the Amalekite master because he fell sick. Nearly starved, David and his men gave him food and water, and he showed them the Amalekite camp. David showed this Egyptian mercy as he had been shown mercy. And through this Egyptian, God guided David and his men to the Amalekites. When we seek God's way, as David did, the Lord will guide us all the way. As the Lord had promised, David and his men easily defeated the Amalekites and recovered everything. In addition to reclaiming all that belonged to them, they also gained spoils from the Amalekites. David won the war because he first inquired of the Lord. So too, we win in our spiritual battles only when we inquire of the Lord first. What are some decisions you need to inquire of the Lord about? Number three, dividing the spoils. 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 22, 24, and 25. Then answered all the wicked men and men of Belial, of those that went with David, and said, Because they went not with us, we will not give them aught of the spoil that we have recovered, save to every man his wife and his children, that they may lead them away and depart. For who will hearken unto you in this matter? But as his part is that goeth down to the battle, so shall his part be that tarrieth by the stuff, that they shall part alike. And it was so from that day forward that he made it a statue and an ordinance for Israel unto this day. David and his men returned to the brook where they had left the 200. What David did next revealed one reason why the Lord called him a man after his own heart. 1 Samuel chapter 13 and verse 14. All the wicked men and men of Belial, worthless men, did not think these 200 soldiers who did not go with them into battle deserved a portion of the spoil. But David would have none of this. David first reminded them that they did not gain the spoil, but that the Lord had given them. Not only did he give them the spoil, but he also saved their lives and gave them the victory. They should not be greedy over the things God had freely given. 
David then told them that they all went into the battle together as brothers, and they all would enjoy a share of the spoils. This became a statute and ordinance in Israel. Everyone gets to share in the blessings of the victory gained by the Lord. I think Jesus was trying to teach the same principle in the parable of the vineyard laborers found in Matthew chapter 20 verses 1 through 16. Jesus delivered this parable on the heels of Peter's question about rewards for forsaking all and following him. Matthew chapter 19 verse 27. Jesus answered that there would be great rewards for any sacrifice made, but the attitude of this question was wrong. Therefore, Jesus presented this parable in which the landowner hired laborers at different times of the day, first thing in the morning, mid-morning, noon, and mid-afternoon, and one hour before quitting time. When the landowner paid the laborers, he paid the last he hired, who only worked an hour, a penny, denarius. When those he hired first saw this, they thought they would receive much more. But the landowner gave them a penny, denarius, as well. They began to complain that this was totally unfair, to which the landowner replied that he had done them no wrong and paid them what they agreed to. Furthermore, in the form of a question, he told them that he could manage his business as he wanted. So what is the point? First, we do not serve the Lord for rewards. Unquestionably, we will be rewarded greatly for faithfully serving the Lord. But our service to the Lord is not to be motivated by rewards, but by love. Secondly, while there will be differences of rewards in heaven, there will not be differences of enjoying the blessings of heaven. The thief on the cross is enjoying heaven today just as much as the apostles. Furthermore, the manner in which the Lord chooses to reward his servants is his own business. We have no right or reason to complain because everything we receive is by God's grace and never our merits. So David made sure that in Israel everyone got to enjoy the Lord's blessings regardless of perceived merit. The truth is that no one deserves anything from God but his righteous wrath. Everything the Lord gives us is strictly by his unmerited favor, and we should be forever grateful. Have you ever become jealous of a Christian brother or sister, thinking they have been rewarded much greater than you? Setting the Application David got himself into a mess by not seeking the Lord's guidance. But when David inquired of the Lord, the Lord led him to victory. Seek the Lord and wait for his guidance. Teach me to do thy will, for thou art my God. Thy spirit is good. Lead me into the land of the uprightness. Psalm chapter 143 and verse 10. Sometimes the Lord has to bring us low to lift us up. David was in great distress because the Amalekite tragedy could have been avoided if David had not been conniving among the Philistines. When we are out of the will of God, tragedy often strikes, and we are often the cause of our own tragedies. But David found encouragement in the Lord, his God, when he confessed his sins and repented of them. We are in the safest place 
when we are in the center of God's will. The horse is prepared against the day of battle, but safety is of the Lord. Proverbs 21 and verse 31. David also showed gratitude to the Lord through his generosity among his soldiers and others in Israel. David understood that everything he had came through the grace of God. Therefore, it would be irreverent for him to become stingy with God's gifts. The best thing we can do with the gifts God gives us is to use them to serve others for His honor and glory. How might you apply these lessons in your life this week? Thank you for joining us in another lesson of the Bogart Press through the Bible Adult Study Guide podcast. We look forward to studying with you again next week as we continue recognizing God's sovereignty at work in the scriptures. Bogart Press is the publishing ministry of the American Baptist Association. We exist to equip churches with the resource they need to carry out the Great Commission. These resources include Bible study materials for preschoolers through adults, including Sunday school, children's chapel, Bible training course, Bible challenge, and vacation Bible school. Please visit our website to find all the ministry resources you will need at bogartpress.org. That's bogartpress.org. Until next week, find daily encouragement from our daily devotion at bogartpress.org.